Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Thursday, January 19th. U.S. stocks were lower, adding to yesterday's sharp drawdown as investors remain concerned regarding the Fed's monetary policy decisions and its ultimate impact on the economy. Economic data was mixed as housing starts came in above estimates, building permits missed forecasts, and jobless claims unexpectedly dropped, while Philadelphia's manufacturing output improved more than expected but remained contractionary. Fourth quarter earnings season continued to heat up as Dow member Procter & Gamble matched estimates, while Discover Financial Services topped forecasts but offered cautious guidance about charge-offs, and Allstate Corporation issued a fourth quarter profit warning. Treasury yields gained modest ground and the U.S. dollar declined while crude oil and gold prices rose. Asian stocks finished mixed, and markets in Europe saw widespread losses, trimming some of its strong start to 2023. The Dow Jones Industrial Average lost 252 points to 33,045. The S&P 500 index decreased 30 points to 3,899. And the Nasdaq Composite fell 105 points to 10,852. In moderate volume, 3.8 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.6 billion shares changed hands on the NASDAQ. WTI crude oil gained $0.88 to $80.68 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price was up $28 to $1,935 per ounce, and the dollar index declined 0.3% to 102.07. In equity news on Thursday, Dow member Procter & Gamble Company, ticker symbol PG, reported adjusted fiscal second quarter earnings per share of $1.59 in line with the facts and estimate, as revenues dipped 1% year-over-year to $20.77 billion compared to the street's forecast of $20.73 billion. The consumer products company said it delivered solid results in the second quarter in what continues to be a very difficult cost and operating environment. Procter & Gamble said sales were negatively impacted by foreign exchange, though organic sales, which excludes acquisitions, divestitures, and foreign exchange, rose 5% year-over-year, driven by a 10% increase from higher prices and a 1% increase from positive product mix, partially offset by a 6% decrease in shipment volumes. The company reaffirmed its full-year earnings outlook and raised its revenue growth outlook. Shares declined. Discover Financial Services, ticker symbol DFS, posted fourth quarter earnings per share of $3.77, above the expected $3.65, with revenues growing 27% year-over-year to $3.73 billion versus the forecast to $3.67 billion. The company noted an increase in its provision for credit losses, but it saw record loan growth and margin expansion. Discover Financial Services warned that loan loss charge-offs could double this year, coming in higher than the street was expecting. Discover Financial Services traded lower. Allstate Corporation, ticker symbol ALL, fell after warning of a fourth quarter loss, with profitability metrics from its underwriting business, notably auto, missing forecasts, while catastrophe losses due to the December winter storm also came in larger than anticipated. 
Fourth quarter earnings season is underway, and investors continue to grapple with the ultimate impact of aggressive Fed actions to try to combat rising prices. Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, notes in our latest Schwab market perspective titled Slowdown or Recession, how although it's possible the Federal Reserve will guide the economy to a soft landing, evidence has been pointing toward recession. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. The central bank downshifted in December from a string of four straight 75 basis point rate hikes to a 50 basis point increase. However, the deceleration remained unusually aggressive and the Fed signaled that restrictive policy will likely remain in place for longer and at a potentially higher terminal rate than expected. You can read all of our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter at Schwab Research. In economic news on Thursday, housing starts for December declined 1.4% month-over-month to an annual pace of 1,382,000 units versus the Bloomberg consensus estimate of a drop to a 1,358,000 unit pace and compared to November's downwardly revised 1,401,000 unit level. Building permits, one of the leading indicators tracked by the conference board as it is a gauge of future construction, declined by 1.6% month-over-month to an annual rate of 1,330,000, below expectations calling for an increase to 1,365,000 units and compared to the upwardly revised 1,351,000 unit pace posted in November. Weekly initial jobless claims came in at a level of 190,000 for the week ended January 14th, below estimates of 214,000, and compared to the prior week's unrevised 205,000 level. The four-week moving average decreased by 6,500 to 206,000, and continuing claims for the week ended January 7th rose by 17,000 to 1,647,000, south of estimates calling for 1,655,000. The four-week moving average of continuing claims declined by 5,500 to 1,673,000. The Philly Fed Manufacturing Business Outlook Index improved but remained in contraction territory with a reading below zero for January. The index rose to negative 8.9 from December's negative 13.7 level and versus estimates of an improvement to a reading of negative 11.0. New orders improved but continued to be negative while shipments and employment both jumped into expansion territory. Prices paid continued to slow but remained elevated, and prices received accelerated. Delivery times continued to contract, and inventories grew. Bond yields have been choppy as of late, but are up solidly over the past year as the markets react to aggressive Fed monetary policy actions. Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones, discusses in her article titled, Fixed Income Outlook, Bonds Are Back, how we see opportunities in 2023 for the bond markets to provide attractive yields at lower risk than we've seen for several years. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. Treasury rates were higher as the yield on the two-year note increased four basis points to 4.14%. The yield on the 10-year note gained one basis point to 3.39%, and the 30-year bond rate rose three basis points to 3.56%. 
The loan report on tomorrow's economic calendar will be existing home sales for December, with economists projecting a 5.4% month-over-month decline to an annual rate of 4 million units. In international news on Thursday, Stocks in Europe dropped, tracking the solid losses seen in the U.S. yesterday as the international markets wrestled with the global economic outlook. However, European equities have seen a strong start to 2023, despite the uncertainty regarding the ultimate impact on the economy and financial conditions of recent global monetary policy decisions to aggressively tighten policies to combat inflation. Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, discusses in his latest article titled Go With the Flow, how volatility waves and changing news tides elicit short-term market moves. Economic currents tend to affect longer-term market shifts, which may now favor international stocks. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. Economic data was light today in the region, and the euro and British pound rose versus the U.S. dollar. Bond yields in the eurozone were higher, while rates in the U.K. declined. The U.K. FTSE 100 index was down 1.1%. France's CAC 40 index dropped 1.9%. Spain's IBEX 35 index lost 1.6%. Italy's FTSE MIB index and Germany's DAX index fell 1.7% and Switzerland's Swiss market index traded 1% lower. Stocks in Asia finished mixed on the heels of yesterday's solid decline in the U.S. and as the markets digested some economic data. Japan's trade deficit narrowed more than expected for December, but on an adjusted basis came in wider than anticipated. The country's export growth was stronger than anticipated, but imports increased at a lower pace than anticipated. Australia's employment change for December increased, but at a slower rate than in November. This week's monetary policy decision from the Bank of Japan was still in focus. The central bank kept its policy stance unchanged and offered comments that appeared aimed at tamping down speculation that the Bank of Japan was on the verge of a major policy shift after noting that it will continue large-scale bond buying and potentially increase purchases on a flexible basis if needed to control its yield curve. Recently, the Bank of Japan had tweaked its yield curve control operations, which sparked the speculation and fostered volatility in the currency and bond markets. The yen, which initially fell yesterday versus the U.S. dollar, rebounded late in the day and held on to gains during today's session. Optimism has ramped up as China has eased COVID restrictions and is continuing to reopen. Meanwhile, the global markets continue to grapple with the aggressive monetary policy tightening from most central banks around the world and what the implications could be. In his article titled Global Outlook, Recovery and Risk, Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes how markets may continue to see volatility in 2023 as they navigate between global economic growth and inflation fears, with central banks decreasing rate hikes and China's reopening. Japan's Nikkei 225 index finished 1.4% lower, China's Shanghai Composite Index rose 0.5%, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index dipped 0.1%. Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index increased 0.6%, India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index declined 0.3%, and South Korea's Kospi Index moved 0.5% higher. 
Tomorrow's international economic calendar will introduce a host of inflation data, including CPI figures from Japan and Hong Kong and PPI out of South Korea and Germany. Additionally, the UK will release reports on its consumer confidence and retail sales, while China will provide data on its new yuan loans.